Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. And before we get started today, I would like to give a shout out to the Star Wars Minute, the inspiration for Beetlejuice Minute. And that would uh, be a shout out to Pete the Retailer and Alex Robinson. Yay! They are... Thank you, Chewbacca. They uh, they actually just started uh, episode two, so you can hop on and, and catch up. I want to say they're only five minutes in. Excellent. It's been quite fun so far. <laughs> And our Chewy today is also our guest star today, Mr. Anthony Phillips. Hello. I'm waving. You can't see me. I can't see you because of all the hair. I shaved. That was quick. It was. He was only Chewy for a second. Now, minute 38, Juno warns us that uh, Beetlejuice has been slumming in the cemetery uh, lately and reveals how to bring back Beetlejuice. Maybe she should not have done that. (laughs) Right. Right before disappearing in... A puff of smoke, how appropriate. Thanks for the info on how to do the thing you're telling us not to do. <laughs> well, I do want to point out, we were talking about the colors, you've been talking about the colors, and then we brought it up in the last minute. What I thought was cool is, not only is it lighting done by the crew, but it is an actual device within the movie, too, because the actors, mm. uh, the characters, actually react to the red lighting suddenly appearing over the blue when she tells the story. So they see it as well. So it's not just for us. It's they see it as well. So yeah, going back, it's it's almost as if uh, almost as if they were acting, or they weren't quite sure where the light was coming from, judging by their expressions. Yeah, I definitely think that's a character thing. I think when she tells the story, it's like you know it, it changes almost the mood or the lighting around it, and so I think that that's something like you know isn't just we see as an audience, but they see it as characters. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like that as well. And uh, we learned that he's been sleezing. Around the cemetery. Sleezing. Sleezing. Shaking. Shaking around I have no idea what okay. you just said. Shaking around the cemetery. Yes. Say it plain as I can say it. Yes. Sorry, that doesn't come with subtitles. Sorry. So, um, and also, of course, we also have the fly thing flying around, which is very similar to the Men in Black. Flying around things, so we can definitely see where Barry Sonnenfeld got some of his. Well, I was also thinking. Fluids. I was also thinking it's the opening credits for this movie on crack. Oh, yes. it is yes. flying <laughs> over. Yes, yeah. the music gets wild and crazy. Oh yeah, and of course we think of flies as being you know kind of dirty and they're pesky. Pesky. They're so pesky. That's a word. And of course, um, Beetlejuice is anything if not very hygienic and pesky as well. So it's almost like a little, a little heralding, a little fanfare. We're getting to something really good here. I thought. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch the the very much stop motion fly. It's it's really cool to see. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's fun to see a little creature creature features. A little creature feature. A little creature feature, yeah. Also, although I have to say something, they did this on purpose because uh, it's a giant fly. It, well, it looks like a giant fly if you're inside the, the miniatures. But when you think about how big a normal fly is and then how teeny tiny the little tombstones mm-hmm. are, I'm like, okay, the tombstones should be about the same size as the fly, and they're not. So they've really, um, just for a special effect, made the fly a little bit more gargantuan even inside the model. Or maybe it is a gargantuan fly 
Well, it could be a horsefly. Horseflies are a little bit bigger than houseflies, maybe. Something else I also liked the uh, her her dissolve as soon as they ask. So how do we contact you? And she doesn't even give them a response. She just pops out. But it's not like a traditional, you know, dissolve like the way it happens. It's kind of a a, a blotchy. Like an un an uninked blot, leaving well, yeah. only a little bit of smoke. Well, she's smoky. You don't. <laughs> yes. Well, I think. Well, they do have 125 years. They only get three vouchers. I think it's a little bit of tough love. After all, she wouldn't be a caseworker if she didn't sort of have a knack for it. A little bit of tough love. Do it yourself. Be self reliant. Don't call me. You know, <laughs> three days from now and use up your second help voucher. You've got 125 freaking years to make it through. Read the manual. Love. Exactly. <laughs> also, we know she has to get back to her other job, although Barry yes, has her... told us it is a bus full of football players. Yes, her, her beeper. Yes. <laughs> Remind. I love the little. Yes, the beeper pager. I love that. Very 80s. <laughs> although it actually looks, if she looks at her watch or where her watch would be when it does that little thing. Oh, so it's an Apple Watch. See, time doesn't act the way it's supposed to. We've always joked about how time doesn't act the way it's supposed to. So we could just pretend like it was an Apple Watch, even though those didn't exist yet. Why does it have to be an Apple Watch? Yeah, Apple. Why can't it be an Android Watch? Android Watch, fine. Apple isn't compatible with everything. I would think you'd you'd want you know your entire afterlife on the same network. Yes. I'm surrounded by haters. (laughs) That's because it's proprietary. If you didn't make everything proprietary, that would be better. I still love my Apple iPhone, and uh, so that's that. Okay, what else we got? <laughs> this um, podcast brought to you by... <laughs> did we mention that Juno had a really long cigarette? Did I mention that before? Because it just never gets any smaller. It's a, it's, it, it's a ghost cigarette. I assumed it was a Virginia Slim. How long so, are Virginia Slims? Extremely long. I mean, they look they like are, pixie yeah. sticks. Yeah, <laughs> they really are long. Okay, then. Virginia's but, close to Connecticut. Yes, it is. But who uh, knows where she's from? That's yeah. true. She, she may be from not anywhere. From Connecticut. Maybe she was from Italy. <laughs> so she knows. <laughs> she knows what it's like to I die in Italy. I still want to get that reference. I don't understand what would have been going on. I know time isn't exactly the same, but if she was talking about the Maitlands ending up dead in Italy, so let's assume it's in the 80s. What was going on in Italy in the 80s? Yeah. Or whatever, the Maitlands died. I don't know. We might What's have to going... revisit that one. I know. We may have to do some research and come back to that. Now the whole Beetlejuice minute is now consumed with finding out the answer to that question. <laughs> what happened in the 80s? We've got our listener yelling at us right now, I'm sure. Yeah. Don't it's, you know? Yeah, there's somebody out there right now listening to this podcast. One of the three people that listen to this podcast are going, wait a minute. You guys are idiots. There's some de- some debate about that. Us being us idiots? Be idiots or... Or... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was, I was trying to be funny. So this seems to be a very short minute. Does anyone have anything else? Anything from the script? I don't. I, uh, uh, nothing really from the script. It's all pretty much the same. Um, although it, it's interesting because Barbara, when she hears he's in, he's, he's been sleezing around the cemetery, she kind of was like, a, oh, no, cemetery. Except until now, she's always been the one to be like, hey, what about that beetle guy? Hey, we should call him. So maybe she, maybe she'll be a little bit more hesitant as the movie goes on now. Maybe. She reminds me of that person who wants to go to the bad side of town just because it's naughty and she's never been there and she wants to see what's over there so she goes and then one of the people from the place where she goes that's naughty moves into her own neighborhood and she goes oh my god they're in our neighborhood you know what i'm saying there's just like there's something about her that's like let's go visit the bad element but the minute she does or the bad element comes to her she's like oh my goodness Mm. you know and then she's all oh no this psychology of barbara has been brought to you by is she saying 
hey, we should use Beetlejuice. And and remember, you know, she's trying to pull him into it. So, I mean, does that play in? Interesting. Guess we'll have to keep watching the movie and find Maybe. out. <laughs> and on that note, happy Minute 38. And we'll be back here tomorrow with more Beetlejuice goodness. Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.